Bibles to the book of Acts, chapter 16. Book of Acts, chapter 16. Let's look at verse 9, 16 verse 9, see what the Lord has for us here tonight, it says, and a vision appeared unto Paul, appeared to Paul in the night, there stood a man of Macedonia, and prayed him, saying, come over into Macedonia and help us, and after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathered gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Let's pray heavily. Father, thank you, Lord, when we are sensitive to your calling. When you call us and we hear and we, Lord, we go where you send us. And Lord, it's not by mistake that you send this young lady to go to the land of Japan. You put the call in her heart and she said, yes, Lord, I'm going. Lord, how many people you have called and they refuse to go? They don't want to leave the comforts of their homes and the comforts where they are. Lord, they don't want to trust you. But Lord, I pray for those who trusted you that you provide for them and you bless them. And Lord, what a treasure it is to, to work for the greatest boss that the world ever known, the creator of all. I pray, Father, bless the service tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. A man was, tempted, was, was uh, attempting to lift a large box into a truck in front of a Walmart store, but the load was so, uh, was so heavy for him to get the box in, 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 into the truck. So he saw another man walking close by and he yelled to him, Sir, can you help me? The man glanced at the struggling gentleman and said, Yes, I can. I can help you. But I will not help you. And he kept on walking. Isn't that frustrating to have a need and know that someone easily could uh, offer to help you only to find that the person doesn't want to help you? When we look at a world suffering with hunger, homelessness, uh, and uh, loneliness, I'm sorry, loneliness, and uh, we know that we have help, uh, uh, I'm sorry, that we have help, we can we, I'm sorry, we know that we have help we can give, but all too often we are, we are uh, uh, taken back by people that really don't want to do anything about it. So many are called, is the thing, but few answer the call. Today we see a man who was perfectly willing to listen to God's call to help, uh, to help those in need. He was in a mission going to Asia, and he got a call to go somewhere else. He listened to the inner call of the Lord calling him in a dream. So it all begins during Paul's second missionary journey when he tried to go to the northeast into Asia, but the Holy Spirit stopped him. He followed the Spirit's leadership and went the only other direction open to him, which was towards Troas at the coast uh, uh, area just the east of Macedonia. It was there that Paul saw a vision while sleeping. So in the vision, he saw a man from Macedonia begging him to come over to Macedonia to offer help to those living there. 
Paul told his fellow travelers of the vision and struck out immediately of the, of the land across the water to the west. So you went immediately. The result was phenomenal right here. Listen to this. Europe, Europe was evangelized, and England, and then the New World, America. We, uh, we who live in America owe a lot to Paul's willingness to listen and obey God's call. You see, follow that? Sometimes we think, ah, I'm insignificant. Ah, what can I do? You never know. You never know. You can do something for the Lord that goes down through the history of generation to generation because you did something here. You follow that? You never know. You know, I know of a man who, uh, of a church that would literally used pick up little boys and girls for church and pick up this little boy, uh, you know, that, that was very uh, rebellious at home and the mother would come to the door. Uh, that's what he said. Come to the door and go to, go to church, go to church so God can change your heart. I go to church. And you know what? He went to church by himself, no mom and dad. They put him on the bus. They came, came up, they dropped him off in the house. And year after year and year after year, he grew up to be a teenager. And he graduated from high school. And guess what? He went to Bible school. And Bible school became a great pastor, great preacher today. You know, God does so tremendous things by the actions of other people. Sometimes you say, oh, I'm not a preacher. It's not that. It's the little things that we do that God can use. Don't you know you're teaching a little kid uh, Sunday school? Don't you know that can be a missionary of tomorrow? Don't you know that can be the evangelist and the preacher of tomorrow? Someone that can make a big difference? Look what happened to Paul. He listened to the call of God. And because of that, the gospel came to America. Wow. See, where's my eye? I lost my eyes. I don't have eyes right now. Oh, I got it. I found it. <laughs> right here. <laughs> my eyes, I mean my glasses. I can't see anything. Okay. <laughs> so today, many missionaries and millions of people are asking us to come over and help them in the effort to continue the international missions effort of our Lord. But the call is not simply from the people. It is a, a call coming from the Lord himself. You know, let me put this. Charles Gabriel penned the words to send the light right in his words. There's a call comes ringing over the restless waves. Send the light. Send the, send the light. There are souls to rescue. There are souls to save. Send the light. Send the light. Do you believe that? I believe that. Someone may say, I don't hear that call. Well, it may be that they are... They, have turned, uh, turned the ear or, or the, of God's call, or I'm sorry, it may be that they have tuned, uh, uh, they are not tuned to God's channel because God calls each one of us. You say, well, I'm not a missionary. Yes, you are. All of us are missionaries. You know, you might be in the grocery store and God says to you, that, and the little voice says, give a track to that person over there. Ever happened to you? And you go, I'm too busy. You go to the other island. And you go walk in the other island. Guess who's coming the opposite direction? The same person. And you walk the other way. You begin to sweat and you go in the other way. And guess what? Somehow, somewhere, you keep meeting the same person. Ever happened to you? And you say, Lord, all right, I just give this person a track or took because, you know, this person's not going away. What about you when you get to the parking lot and guess who's parked next to you? The same person. You ever happened to you? What happened to me? He said, Lord, okay, let me get in the car. I got to have something for you right here. He said, coincidence. That's not coincidence. We never know what's in the heart of somebody. 
So the same is true with God, you know. To hear His call, we must be in touch with the Holy Spirit. Let that Holy Spirit which is in us speak through us. I want us to open our hearts tonight so we might hear the call coming over the restless waves to call to send the light. All right, may the light go to Japan, right? May the light go to Japan and be a light to those people that need Jesus there. You know, you know the Lord wants to save Japanese people too. The Lord wants to save military people too, right? The Lord wants to save people all over this world. He wants to save everyone. Salvation is available to all people. But you know what? He gave us a wonderful privilege. Listen, could he send his angels? Yes. But you know what? He chose you and me to go and tell. You know why? They say, why? The angels are more powerful than we are. Oh, yeah. But we have a testimony. God saved us. May that joy of salvation never leave our hearts. I'm saved. You follow that? I sing because I'm saved. I go to church because I'm saved. I read my Bible because I'm saved. You follow that? May we never lose that joy that God saved us. What a wonderful joy it is to be a child of God. So let's look at this from several points tonight. Uh, number one, how can we answer God's call for missions? God is calling, but how do we answer? God calls His children for many different tasks every day, but how do we know for sure that He's calling me? There are several ways to answer God's call, to take the message across the waves or simply across the street. Letter A, how God calls for missions. Letter A, we can answer with prayer. How we answer the call? Answer with prayer. Look at Philippians 4, 6. But be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. So God is putting that in your heart, and we pray, Lord, is that you calling me? Is that you calling me? We can answer with prayer. Many Christians don't really eyewitness to the lost, to a lost person either, ever give a simple gospel track to the lost. There are all, there are all types of excuses, but the biggest one, you know what it is? You know what the biggest excuse a Christian used not to give a track or to talk about somebody? I mean, I tell you, it's fear. They're fearful of reaction. How are they going to react? They're going to yell at me? They're going to call me names. What are they going to do to me? So many people, uh, they don't want to leave their comfort zone. They're, they're very regretful going because they're fearful. Listen, who wants to be yelled at? I don't like to be yelled at. Nobody not. Nobody needs that. You know, nobody wants to be yelled at. But you know what? But some have. For what they bring, they bring the message of salvation. There's all types of excuses. So, well, if we pray more, then likely, then likely I believe that the Lord will take our fear away. Trying to do it in our own strength is always a recipe for fail. Remember that it is a spiritual battle, and alone in our own strength we will fail. Okay? We need the Spirit of the Lord to go. I mean, it's already in us, but to give us the strength so we can approach people and say, hey, I have something I want you to read. Let me tell you about Jesus. It takes boldness, of course, and some people are more comfortable on that than others. I understand. But you know what? We all can do it. You know, it takes, it takes allowing out the Spirit to work in us. As Sarah said this morning, we have to die ourselves to ourselves daily. You know, so we can answer with prayer. Okay? Number, let it, let it be. We can, we can answer with a yes, Lord. A yes, Lord. You know what? 
I think that is the hardest thing to do when we know the Lord is calling us for something, and the answer is yes, Lord. And many times we say, Lord, I don't want you to, end, uh, to say yes. But look what it says in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 10. And the Lord came and stood and called as other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, speak for thy servant, hear it. Who are we? The servants of the Lord. And when, uh, if you are servants, a servant what? Serves. So when the, the master calls, the servant says, yes, Lord. You follow that? That's it. That's that simple. You say, Pastor, it's not that simple. Yes, when God calls, he calls one of his children. God is looking for people who will listen to his call and obey. Samuel was listened to God, and that is why he heard the call. Paul was in tune with God, and that's why he heard the call. So often we are allowing the world in our own desires to block out the voice of God. Someone listening to, uh, to me right now is being called across the way. Maybe somebody online, somebody here. They say, you know what, you speak it to my heart. The Lord is calling me for this thing and this thing and this thing. I don't know what God is calling you, but I'll tell you what. The, the right answer for us should be, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, I'm your servant. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. That's what the Lord wants us to do. He said, God will never use me. Really? God can use anyone. But can he? He can use anyone. Listen, if you look at the apostles, what do you think about those guys? All right? They, know, they were not the most educated people. Fishermen, just common people. What did God do with them? Turn the world upside down. Can God turn the world upside down with you? Yes, He can. Yes, He can. See, what a privilege to proclaim the Word of God to those who don't know. What a privilege to, to be a preacher of God's Word. What a joy to be to go and tell someone about the love of Jesus. Trust me, I have talked to numerous people through the years who told me that God called them and they ran from the call or put off the decision to not to obey the Lord. What a sadness they conveyed to me because the simple, the, they simply denied God's call. There was a preacher friend that told me this story. He said, I had a man that walked in my office. It was not me. It was a preacher friend of mine that told me, he said, there was a man that worked in my office, and this man was very, very wealthy. And he was a Christian man. And he said, he sat in front of me, and he said, Pastor, can I cry? And he said, okay. And he began to cry. He began to cry. He began to cry. And after some time, he hold himself, and he said, Pastor, I am very successful. I conquer my world. I am very wealthy. This is what he said. But when I was much younger, God called me. And I refused to follow his call. And today, he said, I am very regretful of not answering God's call. I'm an old man. And I feel very sorrowful in my heart that I didn't answer God's call. 
He said, it still haunts me to this day that I disobey my Savior. You know, God calls. Are we saying, yes, Lord? Many don't. Is the Lord calling you to go across the street? Is the, the Lord calling you to tell a stranger about His love? Is the Lord calling you to be a witness of His love? Is the Lord calling you to go across, across the world? What is the Lord is putting in your heart to do? Let us see. We should answer with our possessions. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 2. Go there. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 2. You see, sometimes we think we're the only ones who are in need. But look at this church right here. 2 Corinthians 8, 8 2 to 5, it says, How that in great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. For to their power, I bear record, yea, and beyond their power, they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we should receive the gift and take up on us the fellowship of the ministering of the saints. And this they did, not as we hope, but first give their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. Let me put it this way. I love coffee lattes. I really do. I drink tea most of the time, but do I love coffee? <laughs> I have to diet myself because, you know, I... Because of health reasons, I shouldn't be drinking much coffee. But anyway, love a latte. Is that a luxury or a necessity? A luxury. Okay, you answer the question. Okay, good. Okay, can I live without a latte? Yes, I can. Okay, so can I, this is what I, the Lord put in my heart this time. I'm going to cut the lattes and give it to missions. He said, Pastor, but you, you deserve a latte. I don't deserve anything. The Lord impressed in my heart. If I can, if I can go get there, I can invest in some, in some soul that needs the Savior. So I said, Lord, if you want me to continue to have a latte, you're going to provide that because I'm cutting it down and give it to missions. I'm going to do that. That's what the Lord been impressing in my heart all month long. Anyway, I am. That's what I'm doing. So we should answer with our possessions. I give to missions, but I always look forward to give more because I believe in missions and missionaries. If the Lord reached me where I was, lost, heading for hell, I can try to reach others with the gospel. I can send others if I can, just send them out to go tell about the great commission that the Lord Jesus loves them. Okay? Number two, why should we answer this call? Missions is not an option that we as a church can take it or leave it. I think missions is a commission given to the church by the Lord Jesus, and it is something that we are to take seriously. We have to take the subject of missions seriously here at home, in our neighborhoods, and across the world. People need Jesus. People need God's forgiveness. People need to know that without Jesus, there is no heaven. Why should we answer the call to missions? Because missions, listen to this, is in the heart of God. See, missions, the Bible says in Matthew 28, Go ye therefore, verse 19, 
and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And, and lo, I'm with you. What a promise. Always. Even into the end of the world. You see, now let me share with you three reasons that we are to answer God's missionary call in our lives. Number one, letter A. We should answer because of gratitude. All right? Why should we answer the call? Not God commands us to go. God gives that commission. But gratitude. I am saved. God saved my soul. I'm not going to a place to call hell. I'm going to heaven. I'm so grateful. I want to tell others about the same great news that I have received. You follow that? Gratitude. Not only gratitude, we should answer because of the urgency. Look says in John chapter 4 verse 35. Say not ye, there are yet four months and then come at the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white, ready for harvest. You know, you say, Bible said, the Lord says to us, look at the ocean of humanity. They need the Savior. You say, Lime, these guys are my job, they don't listen to anything. You said that you're only the guys in your job on planet Earth. There's more people than that. There's people everywhere. You know, they need the Savior just like you need it and I need it. We should answer because of the urgency. What's the urgency? People are dying and they're not going to heaven. People are dying. He said, Pastor, but this is overwhelming. You know, it is overwhelming. You know how we reach the harvest? One at a time. Isn't that? You might be in a group of people and, and witness to five or six and all got saved. Praise the Lord. But one at a time. We should answer because of the urgency. There is an urgency. The gospel is the good news. And if something's going to change our world and change people's minds and change people's living and change, change the way they speak, is the gospel. Let us see. We should, always, we should answer because of necessity. The lost world will not go and tell about the love of Jesus and his wonderful salvation. A lost person is not going to tell another lost person about how they're going to get saved. You know who's going to tell them? Those who are saved. Those who have received the truth. You know? Okay. The pastor, I don't, didn't let anybody to Christ yet. Okay. Remember the message last night? You can sow seeds. Liberally. You know, a lot of people don't like, oh, I don't like the word liberal. But this one, the Lord, liberally, just throw seeds out there. Keep going. It says, in the Bible it says, as you go. Keep throwing those seeds. I mean, whenever you go, whenever you walk, keep throwing See, We can be the ones you throw in the seeds. Oh, what about those who come behind us and put water in that seed? You see? He's always with the servants of the Lord. Some put the seeds, some put the water, and what? Some go and reap the harvest. You see, it is a great work. It's a continuous work. I throw the seeds, throw the water, harvest here, harvest there, harvest there. And a blessing. Listen, Brother Frank, 80 souls got saved. You know what? We rejoice and pray. We should have the crackers right here. You know those things. And uh, praise the Lord with that. You know what? Because we're part of that. We are part of that. We've been praying for them. You know, we've been financially supporting them. And guess what? He's going out and people are getting saved. Praise the Lord for that. 
We should answer because of necessity. It's a necessity. Our world needs Jesus. Point number three. You may, you may answer this call. You, who may answer this call? I'm sorry. For sure, the great commission was given, was given to every believing Jesus Christ, not to the pastor and the deacons only. Actually, if you look at our world, at the word ye, it suggests that is more than one. Matthew 28, 18, go ye, be therefore, and teach all nations. Now, one nation, every nation, the call for the harvest come from the mouth of the Lord Jesus, and, is still, and he's still calling today. Have you heard Jesus calling you? You said, well, how? Well, that person over there needs the Lord. That person over there needs the Lord. Let's look at this. Letter A. Who are will, those who are willing to hear? Nothing so energizes us as a call for help. Imagine if you were in your, in your front yard and heard one of your family members crying for help. Would you drop everything and rush to the scene? Would you? I remember one time, my Emily was, was a little girl. She, she walked in the woods. I don't know if my wife remembers that. And she's going, Daddy, Daddy. I was like, looking at you. Immediately, I'm listening to the voice. Immediately, I run to the woods. I mean, she was just right there. But you know what? Drop everything, and guess what? You go and, and help those who are crying out. You know what? It's the same thing. How many people are looking for Jesus today? Are we listening to their cries? Would you drop everything? You can only hear them if you will hear from God. Paul heard. Paul went. We must open our hearts and our ears to hear God's call. You will never respond just because you, heard, you, you hear my plea. You need to listen to the voice of God. You will seldom respond if you hear a missionary plea, but a true Christian will respond when he or she hears God's calling. You know, sometimes you can hear a message. We say, good message, Pastor. But ultimately, we need to hear God calling us. That God's saying, you, I want you to go and tell this person and go this person. Let me share from Scripture some who heard the call to go and tell of the goodness of our God. Paul heard the call for help. And we see this in uh, Acts 69. Says, a vision appeared to Paul in the night. They saw the man of Macedonia and pray him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. You see the, the cry for help there? Isaiah heard the call and volunteered himself. Look what it says. Actually, go to Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 8. Go there. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. And it says there, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then said I, Here I am, send me. Isaiah, verse 9 says, And he said, Go and tell this people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not, and see ye indeed, but perceive not. Number three, see, Peter and Andrew's brother heard the call, to be fishers of men. Matthew 14, Peter and Andrew, his brother casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And verse 19 says, And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. Philip heard the call of a searching heart. In Acts chapter 8, verse 26, And the angel of the Lord spake and, and to Philip, saying, Arise, and go towards the south, uh, into the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. 
And he arose and went. He answered the call. Behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority on the Candace, queen of Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. You see, these men, they answered the call. God called them and they said, yes, Lord, I'm going. It happens all the time. You might be somewhere minding your business and the Lord just impress on you. Go and tell that person. Go and tell that person. You see, how, uh, Pastor, how that happens, I didn't hear that call. Be in tune with God and you see what happens. You see, folks, we can't be here for hours giving example. I can be giving you examples of thousands of people whose names not even written in the Bible. People who have heard the call of the Lord in their lives and surrendered to the harvest fields of this world. Let it be. Those who are willing to serve. Listen, folks, only those who have something to give can give. If you have Christ in your heart, you have a testimony and witness to give. If you possess something of worth, you have something to give. If you have a prayer life, you can pray, you can give, you can go. You follow that? We can pray for those who go. We can pray to the Lord of the harvest to keep, on, to keep sending labors into his harvest. We, anybody can do that, but we can go too. Listen, the harvest not just in Japan or in, in Europe. The harvest is right here in New England. Let us see those who care to answer. Paul have been concerned with himself, and he could have been upset because he didn't didn't get to to go to the to the east to, to Asia where he wanted to go. But you know what? It's amazing. You know what? Did God ever change your mind about something? You know, Paul had a mission. He was going to serve the Lord in that area. And God says, oh, no, Paul, you're going over there. Sometimes we don't like changes. People actually get irritated about changes. You know, like if somebody changed something, they get overwhelmed. They're full of anxiety. They're like, why did you do that? You know, they don't want that change. <laughs> Some of you are smiling. But it's true. Said, I don't want, why did you do that? You changed this thing. They got overwhelmed. You know, Paul heard. Where was Paul going? He could get up in the morning. He goes, that was a weird dream. He could have said that and kept going the same way. And you know what? But he noticed was the Lord. And he just went the other way. You know, same thing. You know, sometimes we have something. And the Lord says, I want you to go that way. We have to be sensitive to God's call. Those who care to answer. Do you care when God's calling you? I tell you what, Paul cared. And Paul said, yes, Lord, I will serve you. I will go that way. Listen, if you serve the Lord for uh, quite some time like I have, you know what? The Lord does change our ideas, changes our minds about things. We have to be willing <laughs> to accept the changes. You know, to say, Lord, I really don't like this, but okay, Lord, I do what you tell me to do. You know, you know, I, I a lot of times I don't even notice changes. My wife can change things in the house. I just don't even realize, I'm oblivious to things sometimes. You know, but some people outright, they don't like changes. But anyway, Paul said right here, yes, Lord, I will go. I wanted to go this way, but Lord, you put me this way. I'll go there. And some other man in the Bible, many other missionaries who have done that. Okay, so I conclude with this. We, all, we, we are all called. 
to do something, but we are called to do God's will. We are all called to do something for the Lord. We call, God calls all of us. You know, you might get up in the morning, tomorrow morning, you might say, oh, what a great Monday. I'm going for a walk. And you're walking down the street, and the Lord says, that person over there is searching for me. Go give him a track. And you say, Lord, you don't understand. I'm walking. Okay, Lord, I'm walking. And Lord says, no, yeah, you stop and go to the left over there or to the right. Go tell that person about Jesus. Or they don't listen. Okay. God is calling us to go and tell. God is not telling us to be smarter and say, Lord, what's the use? They don't listen. That's not for us to do that. What we call us for us to go and tell. Leave the results to God. That's it. Because we, we say this way like, hey, Lord, they won't ever listen. They won't ever listen. Why even bother? You know what? And God says to you and me, listen, leave the results to me. You just go and tell. That's what I want you to do. You follow that? You know what Sarah's going to do when she gets to Japan? She goes and tells. The results is to the Lord. Listen, we are messengers. I close with this. We are messengers. We are ambassadors of the gospel. Our responsibility as God calls is to go and tell those who are lost. The results is to the Lord. The Lord is the one who works. See, we, are, we deliver the message. They are the recipients. What they do with the, with the message that they got is not our responsibility. We pray for them. We want them to get saved, but ultimately it's not our responsibility as them, the recipients. They have to answer God why they rejected that wonderful message. All right, with that said, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, so much for this message tonight. Help us, Lord, when you call to say, yes, Lord, I'm willing to go. Lord, we never know what you're calling us to go and what to do. But, Lord, help us to listen, to be sensitive to your call either to go across the street or either to even in, in a store or somewhere, just tell someone about the Lord Jesus. Father, help us to be sensitive on that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you could stand, please. Let's have a song of invitation tonight. And more like an encouraging song than anything, but let's sing a few verses on that. I want to encourage you before we close tonight, before we have, after the song, we're going to have a uh, uh, love offering for uh, for um, Sarah and uh, I encourage you tonight if you want to stay I think it's food in the back if you want to have supper tonight here uh, many leftovers from yesterday so if you want to do that uh, please stay okay let's sing page 417 417 face to face 417 Face with God, my Savior, face to face, what will it be? When with rapture I behold Him, Jesus Christ, to die for me. Face to face I shall behold Him, beyond the starry sky face to 
face in all his glory. I shall see him by and by. Only faithless now I see him with the darkly veil between. But a blessed day is coming when his glory shall be seen. Face to face I shall behold him far beyond the starry sky. Face to face in all his glory I shall see him by when we will meet Jesus face to face Amen. what a day that will be even if he comes at rapture or we just meet him by graduating to heaven what a day will be we see the one we've been singing worshiping all of our lives we see him face to face what a day I thought about that many times let's pray for the offering tonight